Good day, good day, good day. Welcome back to another caffeinated and caffeinated episode of Coffee Conversations. I'm Father David. And I'm Samantha Kaufman. Samantha, how's it going? Really good. I'm happy to be here today. Awesome. So what's what's good news in your life? What's what's going on? Anything anything fun? The snow outside? Well, yesterday was, you know, quite a bit of snow and you know, crazy weather going on. So. I know it was like rain and yes. then ice and then all the things, right? You never know with Ohio weather, especially the lake effect snow. My husband's from Seattle, so living here has been a rude awakening, I think, for him, but I think he's getting used to it. (laughs) Yeah. Your husband's name is uh, Spencer? Spencer, yes. From Seattle. I've never been to Seattle. I have an uncle in Seattle. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful place. We I've never seen mountains before, so that oh my gosh, it's That's just awesome. amazing. It's just you know being here, our area is so gloomy as well, <laughs> um, and dark. So there was but, some sun out yesterday. Yeah, it came out, but it was a good. The school had uh, you know no school, and um, we canceled PSR, so it was a. It was a snow day. Yeah, it was a snow day. What's the what's the big mountain in Washington? Mount Rainier. Mount Rainier. Yes, you can see it from the plane. I was hoping you were not you weren't gonna say like Mount Washington. No. <laughs> Something obvious. No. Um, Mount Rainier. Yeah, when I visited out there, uh, Spencer's dad actually he said, "Hey, don't forget to bring your uh, hiking boots." I said, what is what hiking are, boots? What are those? Like, I just have <laughs> tennis shoes, so. <laughs> Ever went hiking as a kid? I, we don't have, like, we just have Holden Arboretum or, like, we have the. have Cogga Valley National well, Park. they don't consider those <laughs> hikes because I tried well, to explain right. that, okay, so. Fine. But. It's not a mountain, but it's still, we have hiking trails. No, I know. Get, if you don't, you can get blisters on your feet. Yeah, I mean, but when they took me hiking out there, they had the switchbacks, and I just, oh my gosh. Yes, you're climbing, you're doing elevation. I can't. For sure. But it's a beautiful area, yeah. It is. I'll have to to go out there sometime. And then Seattle's Seattle's coffee, right? Seattle's best. Speaking of, on the podcast. It is the best. I really, yeah. Sometimes I get the the Keurigs, yeah. Right. What is your go-to coffee, I suppose, if you're going to be on the show? Dunkin' Donuts French Vanilla. Really? Coffee. That's my that's my go-to. Nice. Yep. So I have the little Keurigs and in your in your in the corner of your office here. I have a coffee coffee. Is that considered a coffee bar? I guess. Yeah, I think so. Probably. It's different because I'm used to being in Deacon Bob's office recording, so this is like a I'm, welcome. I'm, throw, I'm throwing, <laughs> no, not not that I'm thrown off. It's just a different kind of sure different vibes. Yeah, you know, he usually has like the the party lights or the Christmas lights. Kind of yeah, my my office is boring besides and the, the and coffee the trees. bar. No, you're, it's nice. You got lamps. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So speaking of snow days, what what what's your go to thing to do on a snow day? Ritual. Yeah, or... I don't know. Or thing to like. do. Well, growing up, probably the best days were in, at like 6 or 5.30 in the morning receiving the phone call on the home phone. <laughs> exactly. Like we we were trained to hear that call. Like we were ready, my sister and I. So as soon as you heard that, the best phone call and you hear you ever receive Madison local schools close, and we just would we're like yeah. 
out, we'd scream, and then we'd go back to bed. But our rituals were crazy, like the, you know, we'd say, all right, we got to wear our PJs backwards. We got to, there was a weird one, a really weird one, that you had to throw a potato out your front door and just throw it out the door and it's like at so at anything or just just in out in the snow you just throw it out your front door and in, in your yard wow. so when the snow cleared up after winter you would just find the, the all potatoes. these potatoes yeah. outside <laughs> they're sprouting yeah and... and there's always like the spoon under your pillow and you know all that kind right. of did you do any i never had any rituals no i was just, <laughs> i was thinking about like what i like to do like because it's like this whole day of freedom right it's like yeah. I can do anything. Like I don't have to do homework. I can just like be. So probably cartoons when I was when I was like I mean play in the snow yeah. obviously. Um, well, I think nowadays just like sitting and just reading. Yeah. I like to just. It's a boring snow day. <laughs> no, what? I'm kidding. Well, that's a good one. You just get a cup of coffee or tea or whatever and just sit and just. That's read. relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. Good. But. I'd say growing up, uh, we lived in a cul-de-sac. So when the snow as, plows would as did come, I. yeah. Well, when the snow plows would come, they would put this huge snow pile exactly in the middle. So as soon as my sister and I were ready, we called our friends down the street. We're all going on the snow pile. So you bring your sleds and, you know, we just plan that all day. And it was kind of mean, but uh, I would always make my sister test the sled track first i'd say see if this is a good route <laughs> and i'd push her wow, down the scapegoat and yeah we that was how we saw thankfully she didn't a, die yeah i mean it was all right <laughs> everything you was just, fine you just have one sister yeah 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 my sister victoria so awesome we got to meet her the, the other day she yeah was, she was coming by yep she's a senior at ohio northern uh, for pharmacy so she she'll graduate this year but then she has the two more years for her pharmacy degree so awesome yeah well really good so uh today we wanted to talk a little bit about some of the stuff you're doing in uh, youth ministry so uh with the kids sure so what's uh what's what, what have you been up to lately so we recently started um, this new series, and we use uh, Life Teen as our resource. So um, it's called the Breakfast Club series, mm-hmm. and we just Is that started the, it. The movie, or not the, TV? the '80s, but I just watched that the other day, and it's a classic. I've never seen it. Oh, it's so good. But would you recommend it? Yes, it's it's a great movie. Yeah, I love it. Um, but the Breakfast Club, basically, our series is. Um, you know, if we think of breakfast cereal, right? There's, there's I think of eggs and bacon. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so do I. But, <laughs> but if we're thinking of cereal, okay, there's you know it's all cereal, but there's different brands, right? Sure. There's different brands of cereal. And we all have our favorites and whatnot. Um, Yours is mine is Lucky Charms. Yeah, very good. I would always just like to eat the marshmallows, but it's we always fine. we always had uh, life cereal. Life cereal. You ever eat life cereal? I mean, I always just like all the sugary ones. So we weren't allowed to have sugary ones. Life, well. and then uh, life had a little <laughs> of sugar in it. Um, and then yeah. uh, kicks. Kicks. What was that one? K I X. It was it was real healthy, probably. So you, <laughs> yeah, so I don't if you know had it. the sugary ones. I um, don't know it. But every once in a while we could, because uh, we couldn't have like the cocoa puffs. But if you I mix, see. if you mix kicks with chocolate milk, okay, it tastes like cocoa puffs. Yeah. Life life hack. Life hack. 
if you're in the speaking of like life hack, healthy. Did you frame. see the um, Tom Hanks? What he just did with Diet Coke and champagne? No. He mixed them together, and it's Sounds... this new trend. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm not tried it yet, but yeah, that's one of those. <laughs> Seems very sweet. I don't know. Is it supposed to be like a root beer float or something? I don't know. Or not really, because it's not root beer. But I, it's like it's, Diet Coke and just this little, little dash of champagne. I don't know. Well, if you're on your snow day, you know. Uh, Try it out. you're over 21, I suppose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you could, you could uh, enjoy this new Tom Hanks uh, yeah. concoction. Look it up. Yeah. There you go. Anyways, back to breakfast. <laughs> you thought we were going to talk about theological things. I'm yes. just going to derail. <laughs> back to breakfast. Um, so anyway, what we're really trying to do with this series is... Um, really discover the real, authentic Jesus through the four Gospels, if that makes sense. So, yeah. you know, Jesus, right, is kind of like the cereal, right? Cereal, Jesus, same thing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but each of the four... Explain that a little bit. What, what does that mean? So if we're saying, you know... Here we have cereal, but there's different brands of cereal, yeah. right? There's different flavors. Different, different flavors. Um, yeah. yeah. It's all cereal, but yes. Yeah. Different expressions, different. Right. If we're looking at and trying to seek Jesus, the real Jesus, learning who he is mm-hmm. through the four gospels, the four gospels have different emphasis of who Jesus is. And it's kind of like the, you know, the writers of the Gospels, they're, they're giving us their perspective of who Jesus is. And obviously they have, um, you know, they're writing to different audiences, um, as we see. But we're really, uh, especially for the youth of our parish and school, do we know Jesus? Mm-hmm. Do we really know him? Yeah. And that's a good question because, or something to think about, because maybe it's something we could maybe easily take for granted. Like, oh yeah, my, I've heard about Jesus. I kind of know he is, right? Right. And we for sure probably have a certain understanding and, and um, mm-hmm. we've had certain encounters uh, with Jesus, but it doesn't mean that we can't have a, a deepened uh, perspective, right? Right. And it's even thinking like, you know, where have I learned about Jesus from? Yeah. Right. I mean, certainly if we've come to church, we've listened to the, the gospels and the readings, we've, we've heard about Jesus. There's a difference between hearing about Jesus and knowing Jesus. Correct. Maybe, right? Yeah. Uh, again, it's, it's this deeper shift of not just hearing about, you know, kind of knowing details about this, this guy, but then sure. coming to know him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. on the gospels would kind of be both hearing things about him, about his life, but then ultimately mm-hmm. as the because the scriptures are the word of God, right? That we come to actually know Jesus through the scriptures. Mm-hmm. It's honestly a beautiful thing, and so a f- I think two weeks ago we started off with the Gospel of Matthew, mm-hmm. and we really talked about and we kind of dove right into uh, scripture, and we recognize that Matthew is really describing Jesus as king jesus as king and this is just really special to see that side of things Mm -hmm. and how matthew talks about you know jesus um you know revealing to us the kingdom of god you know that is said so many times Mm -hmm. in the gospel of matthew yeah and and 
Um, do you know why that is? Why he really focused on Jesus's kingship or him being a Messiah? It was related to his audience. Related to his, do you, yeah. I mean, I, I just I didn't know if Life Teen, I don't know if the they went the study went into that or not. Of why, um, just a little yeah. bit, you know, yeah. but so he was writing for a Jewish audience. Sure. Yeah, right. so so the Jewish audience would have because the the Jewish people were really expecting the Messiah. They were expecting mm-hmm. uh, the new Moses, the the king, the you know, king, yes. right? And so, in Matthew wanting to really speak to them, you know, really help to show them like, yeah, this Jesus guy is the guy. Right. He wanted to make as many connections, you know, with the history mm-hmm. um, of of the Jewish people with you know the Jesus that that was and is right so he so he makes a lot of connections he points out a lot of things that happened in jesus's life and ministry that really were kingly or he was as the messiah and we talked about that at our youth night and you know how every year we hear the genealogy of jesus right and we hear that and we're like ah here we go like you know listen to all these names being listed and we kind of would zone i would zone out honestly but (laughs) um really looking at that and and hearing how special that is of how this awaited king has come from this line of very imperfect people, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, We also talked about King David and, you know, the connection Mm -hmm. there. But, um, yeah, so we started off with Matthew. Um, We're going to be, throughout Lent, um, continuing the series uh, with the Gospel of Mark. Um, You know, Mark focuses, you know, on Jesus as the servant, honestly, you know, Jesus is the servant, but also, um, the powerful, um, you know, the powerful God. So you can see, you know, the miracles happening. And, um, so it's like kind of those two sides, but really the humility of Jesus as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and then moving there, we'll go to the gospel of Luke, um, where Luke focuses, you know, Jesus as man, Jesus as man, his humanity and his compassion towards us right. as and, humans. And Luke, we get at the infancy narratives. So, right. so the story of Jesus's birth, like mm-hmm. the other gospels don't really have stories about Jesus's birth in, in the same way. So like the shepherds and the, right. and the manger and all those things. So the readings we hear at Christmas come from Luke's gospel because mm-hmm. he wanted to emphasize the humanity of Jesus. Correct. Um, so, and then the last, uh, but not least the gospel of John, um, you know, John goes into Jesus as God, Jesus as God and how, you know, we can live our faith through the sacraments. He also kind of focuses on the importance of the sacraments as well. Um, so yeah, yeah Jesus is divinity. Yes. Um, because I think, I think, and I think our other podcast we did was on, um, you know, who is Jesus? He's, he's one who's fully human, fully divine. Right. Uh, and that's, um, they, they seem opposed to each other, but they're not because they come together in Jesus in a miraculous way. Mm-hmm. And so, right, John focuses on the on the divinity of Christ. So his gospel starts with a famous line, you know, the, and the mm-hmm. word became, gave him flesh and dwelt among us. And be, in the beginning right. was the word, and the word was God, the word was with God. Right. And uh, that's interesting because, um, do you know who Jeff Cavins is? I do. Jeff Cavins. He's a... Uh, Christian scholar, I guess, you know, scripture. Scripture scholar. Um, And I listen to the Bible in a Year podcast Mm -hmm. and with Father Mike Schmitz and Mm -hmm. sometimes Jeff Cavins will come on there, you know, just to do checkpoints throughout this um, journey. 
And, um, you know, Jeff uh, really focuses on how the Old Testament and the New Testament, they go together. Like everything that happened in the Old Testament is fulfilled with Jesus. Like it is so beautiful to see Mm -hmm. that. Um, throughout this journey. And uh, he also talks about how, you know, the Son of God fulfills what the first son could not, if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. Adam. And, you know, those connections are just so cool to me um, to Mm -hmm. see. But I'm on day 325 of the Bible in a year. So I'm I'm moving along. Awesome. Not that we want to push you on to another podcast. <laughs> no, but, no, no, no. you know, it is uh, really awesome. And I think uh, Father Mike's doing a catechism in a year now, yes. too. So, yeah. Which I'd be really interested in, too, because the catechism is a, obviously a big kind of dense book, but there's a lot of really beautiful stuff in it. Yeah. And um, I'm really appreciative that they're kind of unpacking it for us. Mm-hmm. But, no, it's really good. I think, you know, you know, how do we come to know who Jesus is through the scriptures, right? Mm-hmm. And it's good to see, like... Um, Versus, like, where have we heard about Jesus from? So the culture will talk about, you know, Jesus. And it's a certain understanding. He's a, he's a nice guy. He's a, he's a kind of prophetic dude. Right. Um, kind of philosopher. Kind of beard, sandals, you know, <laughs> all these things. And, like, sure, that's a true um, description to a certain mm-hmm. degree. But, like, there's, there's more than that, though. Yes. And so, like, the scriptures help, us to, lead a, help to lead us into this, a very deeper understanding of, of, of who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Um, not just the Jesus we, we kind of think exists, but the Jesus that actually exists. Right. And, right. and that's really the goal with this series is to really understand, you know, the different perspectives, but know that all of those descriptions of Jesus, they are true, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're all true. Um, you know, and, and we will know Jesus, right? By the scriptures, we can get to know who he is. Mm -hmm. Um, But that goes a little bit deeper in, do I have a relationship with him? Mm -hmm. Do I know him? And do I seek out having a relationship with Jesus? Right, because these scriptures came from the um, apostles' relationship with him. Right. So it's kind of like, you know, why are there four different gospels? You know, and they they say slightly different things. Again, they have different perspectives. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like if you had, um, you know, if you asked your kids to uh, write, um, you know, a story about you or draw a picture of you, they're all going to tell a different story or draw a slightly different picture. It's all, they're all true. Right. They're all good. Um, but they're getting a different perspective view of you depending on their relationship. So, mm-hmm. and not one is better than better than the other. No, you know, no. Um, kind of like, you know, um, lucky charms, cakes, life. <laughs> Maybe some could argue some are objectively better, but uh, you know, right. we can have our our lens, our perspective of, of how we how we encounter Christ. Uh, at the end of the day, it's going to be the same person. It's right. going to be the same uh, person. So yeah. And, uh, you know, I will confess that I was, you know, the stereo, you know, I was the typical Catholic that just heard the Bible in mass, right? <laughs> and that's no, yeah, you know, once we, a week. we go to mass, yeah, once a week, you know, we hear what we hear. And um, do you, I, do you read the scripture before mass? Sometimes yeah. I did. Yeah. And, and I do like to do that more now. Um, but as I was, you know, growing up, it was, just, all right, uh, and we're in Mass, and we hear the, when we get to the Gospels, I'm like, oh, I heard this story before. So then I would zone out. Cut you out. But now, you know, really 
personally uh, seeking Jesus out in the scriptures and going through this Bible in a year um, journey, I've noticed things that I've never noticed before. And especially through the gospels that we've heard over and over again. And that just shows that going through the Bible once is never enough, obviously. It that's just the intro really Mm -hmm. um but for me to really hear these scriptures again and again i'm picking out different things each and every time and i'm saying yeah this might be the same story possibly Mm -hmm. but how is matthew writing it how is you know Mm -hmm. what is their perspective and we really i've really come to know who Jesus is, mm-hmm. um, you know, diving back into those Gospels. Yeah. And the reality, and the beautiful reality is that that's never going to end. No. That, um, yeah, I mean, it's like the story a, a, a kid would say about their parent when they were a teenager mm-hmm. is going to be different from when they're newly married and it's going to be different from when they're, you know, later in life. You know, right. you're, as, as you come to know them more, the more you're going to be able to say about them. But, mm-hmm. yeah. The, the the deeper things you're going to be able to say about them. So it goes from maybe superficial things to then, right, kind of profound things, and uh, and yeah, that's 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 the reality with us and, and Jesus. We're never going to stop coming to know who, whom He is, you know, and right. in our in our lives and the scriptures as we approach them each and every time. We're different, you know. Mm-hmm. Things have happened <laughs> between this time and last time we've heard the scripture, and. And Jesus knows what we need to hear, so he, his, he's going to send his Holy Spirit to enlighten different things. So if certain mm-hmm. details of a, of a gospel kind of stand out to us, it's a good way of kind of go more deeply into that. Right. And there's always those moments, uh, you know, on the weekend, Sunday Mass, right? You hear whatever sticks out to you in the scripture that's being read. Sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, he's talking directly to me. Right. You know, whatever's going on in your life sometimes is revealed to us mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. scriptures. It's not coincidence. No, right? <laughs> it's not. As people of faith, we believe these things are, are real and God communicates. And so yep. not taking that for granted that like, yes, this was God's word for me today. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. No, so, that's a no, gift. That's really good. Um, so who is who is the real Jesus, you know, in, in a sense? Like, I may have heard things about Jesus mm-hmm. from different places, sources, whichever. Um, but who is, who is the real Jesus? And we can come to know the real Jesus in a real way through God's word, through the scriptures. But as you've been kind of saying, too, it's not just like an idea kind of thing. You know, I have, you know, whatever. It's also a personal thing, like... Mm-hmm. What is what is the image of Jesus that I have? Like who is who is God to me? Because mm-hmm. we can hear about God, we can hear God is a Trinity, God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Right. Jesus is the Good Shepherd or the King or you know you know the Messiah, whichever. And though all those things are true, but then who is Jesus uh, to me? What's the image I have? Mm-hmm. And one of our other. Uh, youth nights early on was uh talking about matthew it 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 was titled who do you say that i am right and going back to that and you know when jesus asked that questions to his apostles you know they might say oh well you know some say you're elijah you know that kind of stuff so what does culture say about who jesus is but he says no who do you say that say that i am 
and so yeah that's back to who he is to us personally mm-hmm. yeah right and that's that's a that's a big question and I think I was praying about this this morning mm-hmm. um, and I don't think for me it's not one of the images of Jesus as good shepherd or I mean certainly those are good and true and those resonate with me at different times but I, I was thinking the way Jesus has shown himself to me probably the most powerfully would be in the image of the Sacred Heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I I kind of know why and I kind of don't know why. Again, like it's one of those things you're still kind of discovering and, yeah. and learning and growing in. Um, I did use it for my uh, my first Mass, like kind of the vestment and kind of just different things. At the end of seminary, it just kind of came up in prayer a number of times. Um, but I think it's I think it's in this reality of you know Jesus is the one who 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 loves me mm-hmm. um, very deeply and profoundly in ways that I don't even know myself uh, in a lot of ways and I'm coming to and, and I'm coming to know and it's through his love that his love is then radiated in the mm-hmm. in in the world mm-hmm. and um, that's yeah. great um, I would say. Uh, Growing up, I would always, uh, my family and I, we would pray uh, together at night and we'd say the set prayers like, Our Father, Hail, you know, go down the line. And it's so routine, obviously, but it was good. Um, but as I grew older, I wanted something deeper and, and more conversation with God when I'm praying as well. So I've tried to get in the habit of throughout the day, you know, when things happen, when good things happen, bad things happen, what do I do first? You know, and I've tried to get in the habit of stopping and praying mm-hmm. in different moments. Um, and that's really where I also started to grow in my relationship with, with Christ. And I would say my visual um, of Jesus has always been for me, him smiling and yeah. his compassion. Uh, that's what I usually think of and how he just makes me in those moments feel so uh, comfortable with him and just, you yeah. know, that everything is okay. Everything yeah. is okay. I'm here. And kind of mm. like that father figure as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. So seeking the Jesus's smile <laughs> amidst, yes. amidst life, which isn't just like, you know, isn't simply just like a a mental pacifier kind of thing like it's real it's it's a spiritual reality and spiritual relationship you know because mm-hmm. I you know sometimes we can hear the accusation or just like you know you're people of faith just because you know it's a pacifier for for whatever and mm-hmm. and uh, no it's it's a real it's a real reality yeah that it really does change maybe not in the situations we're going through but uh, it changes our our hearts which ultimately is the point of life of having our hearts conformed to Jesus so we can go to heaven, right? Yeah, it's just, it's beautiful. So yeah. I would say, you know, those who are listening, uh, Lent is coming up for us soon. Um, you know, maybe... Only a few weeks. Only a few weeks. And I would maybe just say, get to know Christ. Get to know Jesus, who he is, um, but also develop a relationship mm-hmm. with him and seek that And as even well. just starting with the desire like, yeah. Jesus, I want a desire to come to know you. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe Maybe you don't know how to do that. Yeah. Even telling Jesus, I don't Jesus, I want to come to know you and I don't know how to do that. Right. Show me. You know? Yeah. And certainly here at the parish we have different things to help us do that. And they're they're doing uh the chosen series. Mm-hmm. 
good way of coming to know who Jesus is. It's kind of like a reflection on Scripture. Mm-hmm. So you have, if you haven't seen the Chosen series, um, start start at the beginning. It's really really good. They got three seasons now, and um, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think so. Just like with this, who is Jesus? Who is the real Jesus? You know, when we approach Jesus in prayer, who do we imagine? You know, mm-hmm. is it Jesus um, who is kind of like a conscious and aware of all my mistakes and my sins, and I instantly kind of feel guilty? Is it Jesus who's kind of like giving the commandments? Is it Jesus who um, is a friend and is just with me? You know, yeah. um, is it Jesus who is the Son of the Father and the Father is just kind of there? So, like, when we show up to prayer, who do we imagine God to be for us? That's just mm-hmm. that'd be a really good to think, good thing to think about uh, and journey in, you know, in this uh, Lenten season. Yeah, no, I agree. And remembering that, you know, we're humans and so were the gospel writers. We have different uh, versions of who Jesus is to us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So ultimately, yeah. that image, that personal image, should and has to line up with the image of Jesus that's been revealed to exactly. us. Exactly. You know, with the with with the scriptures. If it if it's if it's not in um, uh, accord with you know how the gospels have portrayed Jesus, mm-hmm. then that's not a bad thing. It's just something we need to pray about then. Right. <laughs> something we need to, to go into and talk mm-hmm. with the priest about, you know, and, and kind of journey into that. So, but that's always going to be, you know, the private kind of personal relationship is always going to be mm-hmm. in relationship uh, mm-hmm. with the church too. So, yeah. No, I like cool. it. Well, there it is. Uh, there it is. Um, <laughs> a little bit about Jesus. Um, will the real, real Jesus please stand up if, if you will. And um, I think it'll be the, we're talking about that. I think it'll be the, episode title for yeah. this one. So definitely. That's good. All right. So let's uh let's pray it out. The Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day. Thanks and praise for the gift of our lives. We ask you to to be with us. And may you bless us uh, with your presence today. May we know intimately of your love for us and continue to reveal your presence in our lives, no matter what's going on, whether uh, joyful things, difficult things, we know you are with us. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, everyone. Have a good day. Enjoy, uh, maybe hopefully in our, maybe, not hopefully, another snow day coming up. We'll see. Who knows? I think February <laughs> is supposed to be, be cold. And, yeah. Yep. Enjoy. Enjoy.